What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Sheer Sincere. I want to first and foremost thank Almighty God for allowing you to wake up and turn this on or just decide to click and listen. And I pray that he is blessing you with wisdom, understanding, guiding you in your lives, with your families. I pray that you are having patience with yourself and when you are in life, having patience with God's timing, having patience with others. And I just thank him for all his love, his joy, his peace that he gives me and surrounds me with each day. I pray and thank him for everything that I have, everything that I am, because I'm becoming new in Christ each day. I'm becoming more and more like Christ, and it feels so good to be able to be here, to encourage you, to be a blessing to you in any way I can. And I just want to thank you again, and I thank Almighty God for everything. Amen. All right, you guys, listen. I want to talk to you about wisdom. What is your definition of wisdom? You know, men, people, this world, we feel in this world that wisdom is coming from a paper, an education, an experience that you may have, right? That's what we tend to um, connect the wisdom with, with how smart you are, how many degrees you may have, that tells us how smart you are, how much wisdom you have. But those are all like superficial things, you know. It's not nothing about the real person inside their heart and how they're really feeling. So today, during my Bible study, I was reading James and James 3, to be exact. And a few verses stuck out to me. I wanted just to share to you all. And it's really targeted around what we consider wisdom to be and what God considers wisdom to be. Or what this world, this earth, earthly things consider wisdom to be. Okay, so I'm going to read it to you. It's chapter 3, James chapter 3, verses 13 through 18. Here we go. Who is a wise man and endued with knowledge among you? Let him show out of a good conversation his works with meekness of wisdom. But if ye have bitter envy and strife in your hearts, glory not, and lie not against the truth. This wisdom descendeth not from above, but is earthly, sensual, devilish. For where envy and strife is, there is confusion in every evil work. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle and easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. And the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen. That was good. And when I finished reading that, I said, oh my goodness, I got to tell them. Because we are being deceived, my brothers and sisters, about how wise we can truly be or not be. So let's start off with what God says is not wisdom from him. And that starts in verses 14. If you have bitter envying, do any of you have bitter envying out there? Do you anger over what someone else has? Or are you hateful towards someone because of what they have that you don't have? You resent them because of things they had that you wish you had? Or they're at a certain place in life where you wish you were? That's bitter envying. 
And I'm sorry to say, many of us can feel that way sometimes. And I'm not going to lie and say I never was like a little jealous maybe because someone I felt was a little higher in status than me or had a nicer car than me. You know, I've been there, done that. But now I know I'm good enough for God, so I don't feel that way towards people. You know, my changing of my heart. And also, he also says, strife, not to have strife in your heart. Strife in your heart is, in a sense, you can better understand, is conflict. You have conflict about your feelings towards other people's in your heart. You're not really loving that much in your heart. You're all confused how to feel in your heart. You're feeling bad. You're feeling, you know, jealous. You're feeling bitter. You're feeling angry. You're feeling, it's like all confusion. And God is not a God of confusion. So you know that's not coming from above. It's not coming from heavenly things that he wants for you. He said, those kind of wisdom that you may think is wisdom is from the earth. It's sensual, devilish. It's it's pretty much um, feeding off of your your members of your body, your senses, your your fleshly desires. You know, what you want, what you see, what you hear, what you feel, what you taste is those things. What you touch, all those tangible things. You know. Um, those are earthly things. Those are not of God. He would not put strife in your heart. He would not give you jealousy. Jealousy towards any man or woman. Because he wants us to love our neighbor as thyself. So he would never put jealousy or bitterness in your heart. Or in your mind. So let's talk about what he wants us to look at wisdom as. What God feels that wisdom is, is in his word. First of all. Wisdom for God is pure, undefiled, not intentionally sinning, not making yourself dirty or slandered in any kind of manner, any kind of way. You're not willfully sinning against God and making yourself impure. Sexually, immorality, we're not doing that. Devilish thinking and... No, we're not doing that. We have pure thoughts for others, right? Pure thoughts, pure feelings. And we're peaceable. Peaceable is next. As part of having wisdom in God, from God. Peaceable is avoiding conflict and argument. If you're peaceable, you have wisdom from God because you know that you don't want to start trouble, arguing, conflicting with others about things that you can talk about with a sensibleness, a calmness, a meekness, with humility, that shows that you have wisdom from above. The next one is gentle. You need to be gentle. You need to be kind and careful of how you treat others, how you talk to others. You know, that's wisdom. Thinking about others, being gentle and kind, that's wisdom. To be easily entreated is the next one. That means if someone is asking you and begging you, oh, they really need your help, they really need you to take them here, they really need you to let them borrow this, you're easily to help them. You're not coming up with excuses of why you can't help them, but you're coming up with a reason why, okay, I'll help you. Maybe not right now, but I'm going to be there for you because you know they desperately need you 
And that's having wisdom because again, what does God want us to do? Love, think about others, put others before ourselves. And the next one is you need to be full of mercy. Full of mercy means you have compassion for others. You are easily to forgive others for their wrongdoing against you. Like God has forgiven you when you don't deserve it. Even though you could punish them, slander their name, get them back, revenge, all that, you have the power to do that. But you have mercy instead. You choose mercy. You choose wisdom from God. Because you know he had mercy on you. After all that sinning you did. And you asked for his forgiveness and he forgave you. Like that. So therefore, you need to forgive others just like that also. And have mercy. And the next one. I just want to say also because mercy is about concerning yourself with the suffering and misfortune of others. You know, you're not going to punish them because they don't have or because of their action that made them not have or made them suffer. You're going to help them regardless. And what else he also said is that you need to have good fruits, doing good deeds for others, helping others, showing that your faith is in your works. You need to be have no without partiality. That means you don't respect people because of who they are. They're rich, they're poor, they're this, they're that. You love everybody, you respect everybody, you accept everyone, how they are. You're not judging anybody. You know? It's not a competition in your eyes about who can please you more who you like more. You like everybody because everybody's deserving of um, affection and love and attention. Everyone deserves that. And you're without hypocrisy. You're sincere. You're truthful. You have high morals and you're true to your morals. You're not pretending to have all these high morals and be so righteous and so good of a person in your actions but not really that way at all behind closed doors. When someone doesn't see how you're acting in real life behind closed doors at home, you're a whole nother person. That's hypocrisy. And that's not wisdom of God. So in order, let's recap. In order to have wisdom from above, you first need to be pure, peaceable, gentle, easily to be entreated, full of mercy, good fruits, without partiality, and without hypocrisy. And then God is going to bless you with the fruit of righteousness, the fruit of goodness, because everything that you know of him that you have in you is going to come out righteously and others are going to see it and in you will be peace because all those fruits of the spirit is peace. That's what would dwell from out of you, peace. And you having peace with yourself, it's going to help you bless others and show them how they can get that peace that you have that God has given you. Okay, so God is faithful. He is true. He knows those people that he can set apart who will follow him or be obedient to him. And I know you can do it. He's calling you. Stop fighting him. Stop running away from him. He wants you for his purpose, for his will. He knows sometimes you're looking at how life is and how it's not, but he can turn it all around for you. So give him a chance. Be patient with him. Ask him to give you heavenly wisdom so that you may dwell on the things above and other things on this earth. Because dwelling on earthly things can make you go crazy. Trying to please everybody to up one, to compete, to be like. It's too much. 
It's too much having to go through all of that in life. It's not worth it. It's not making you happy. It's not giving you peace at all. It's bringing a lot of confusion and um, distance and division and strife, evilness in your life that you don't need and you don't really want. Because the flesh will fight against the spirit so much. But you have strength in Christ. Okay? Can't nobody make you do anything. Can't nobody talk you into anything. Because greater is he that's in you than he that is in this world. So you trust God's word and what he's saying to you. Because it touched my heart. And I wanted to share it with you all. So that you may walk around and think about what true wisdom is. It's not about how many degrees you got. It's not about how smart you are. That's not true wisdom. It's not about how much money you make. Oh, he must really be smart. He make all that money. He must really be smart. No, that has nothing to do with wisdom. So get those ideologies out of your head and get into the word and know what God wants for you. Okay, stop thinking and guessing and all that stuff. Just get the truth right from his word. He's got it there for you. All you got to do is open up the book and read it. Okay, and if you don't understand it, I read the King James Version. I just prefer this version, but I do have um, an NSAB version as well. I like that version as well. So, you know, get a version that you can understand and get into the Word. Because He wants to surround you with His holiness and His blessings that He has for you. So, my brothers and sisters, I hope I didn't keep you too long today. But I felt God needed me to share that with you. And I just want you guys and girls to know out there that I love you and I appreciate you. That you are made for a purpose and God has a plan for your life. And your children, they're going to look up to you by you showing them what true wisdom is. How you treat others, how you love yourself, how you love others, how you help other people, put other people's needs before yours, have patience with others, forbearing you know, it's really important. So I um, just want to leave you guys with that. Just think about how you can tap into that wisdom that God has for you. You may not do it all at once, but I need you to start somewhere. Because it's crucial for where God needs you to be. It's crucial for you to reach your destiny. Because with that wisdom, you'll have all the peace. And with peace, you'll be able to think so clearly, move so freely. And liberty in Christ. So I pray that God continues to bless you all on this beautiful weekend. It may be a little chilly, but it's a beautiful sunny day today. I pray that you enjoy it. Yeah, it's Halloween. I didn't mention that because I don't celebrate it. So if you are taking your children out there, be safe. That's all I'm going to say. Be safe. And truly, get to know the real meaning behind Halloween. And maybe you'll decide yourself you don't want to celebrate it either. So, let's celebrate God, people. Like I said, have a blessed weekend. I'm out. Cheers, sincere.